pleased to introduce uh, Razan with us on the podcast today, Razan Niazi, uh, on the Anything Everything podcast. Razan, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, so my name is Razan. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I also have a podcast without sukkar or, I mean, without sukkar, without mm. sugar. It's a podcast made for people who need space to exist safely okay. and to be able to discuss things openly. So I'm a very direct, no can we say no, no BS? bullshit okay thank you yeah. i'm not sure <laughs> maybe yeah no bullshit yeah. uh podcast well, okay. thank you guys no no perfect thank you for coming on and, and you know our topic today is around challenging and and maybe breaking mm. cultural norms so we talked a little bit about this uh, especially in the arab world i think there's always an issue with how the world is changing and our inability sort of to to match or adapt right to to a changing world be it because of technology or you know social norms but there there, there is a there, we're facing a struggle mm. right and it's it's between men and women mm. and i think we can you know we can touch on that uh, today how do you want to start there really are right uh, and i think one of the the main things is because of uh, we're going back to in terms of technology right mm. there's there's much more technology in the world now in 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 our lives and one of the areas that we we see challenges are with traditional gender roles, right? Uh, in the Arab world, again, now with the region that we're in, it's a very mixed society. Mm. So there's a there's a clash and there's a coming together of different cultures. So w- with the gender roles, it's difficult to sort of you have maybe on one side people that want to maintain certain things. They don't like change. They don't like uh, things that they don't understand, and they. You know, maybe hate it, maybe just avoid it. And then you have the people that are much more agile, right? Maybe younger generation. I think we can say that like ourselves and younger, they're more agile. They they can sustain change. Mm. They have room to change mentally and, you know, physically. Uh, yeah. So, the older you get, mm. your beliefs and cultural values get embedded, I feel mm. like, more deeply. And it more in, they become more ingrained. Mm. So it, it becomes harder to change your view specifically towards things that you've believed your whole life. So if there are certain gender roles that you believe in, like mm. a man should be like this, a woman should be like this, then that is, it's going to be very hard to change the older you get if you spent your whole life believing it. And I think um, it's also a survival thing. Like, it's like, you know how we have in our societies a lot of immigrants who leave Lebanon. Yeah. They end up keeping, or it's like a, a time capsule of identity that they never evolved. And then you see the Lebanese people in Lebanon have evolved mm. or adopted new ideas and thinking, and yeah. they're still stuck in what they traveled with. So I feel like the more you get challenged, or from mm. what we saw, the more you get challenged, the more you will hold you, on to your it beliefs. It gets defensive yes, almost. I yeah, think yeah. so. You're less prone or open to change. Yeah. Um, I have an example, actually. Yeah, but okay. even though I don't know if we're still considered younger generation, let's <laughs> say uh, we are. Oh, please. We, we are. <laughs> are we? We are. I love it. We are. No, because this is, too, this is a very young experience, uh, example. So mm. my little brother, who's 24, okay. he's 10 years younger, okay, mm. and his, his best friend moved here, and they're both mm. at the same university and everything. Uh, they're working together. And my little brother has been used to Dubai because he came a few times. The other one is a very religious, very conservative person. Mm. He could not adjust. He could not adjust for the okay. life of him. And he's 24 at the end of the day. So he wouldn't go to places with, that had alcohol. 
Um, he was never exposed to it in Lebanon, which is also that's a lot of work to not be exposed to that. Mm. And uh, he wanted to go back home and get him a new wife. He want, he did the, you know those people like yeah, when yeah. they have the specific things. Yes, exactly, exactly, a very fixed journey. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very interesting because I thought they would be more open. Like Dubai is such a it opens your eyes to things because mm. we don't live like this, and mm. you see things that you're not used to. So what I saw is people who who remain that way, and and get challenged a lot and leave. And he left. Mm. He actually got he actually got fired because he messed up in a consultancy job. Different okay. story, different day. But um, he just left and went back to Lebanon. He could not handle Dubai, mm. and I feel like Dubai is one of those cities that you can't handle. In some, mm. For some cultures, you can't handle. But the other part of the spectrum is what I saw is a lot of men, especially Arabs, mm. get really challenged because they see what they've been told they can't have or they shouldn't have. It's wrong. Mm. And they end up with women that the um, their moms will never agree to waste three, four years of their life and hers mm-hmm. and then get lost and then maybe go back to what they were. It's very interesting. And I feel like Dubai specifically or something like Dubai, because it's Arab and influenced, impacts the values that a lot of people carry. And I think they don't know what to do with that. And I've seen it more in men than women. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've seen men just struggle really hard with their values here. I've seen that mm. firsthand. Mm. And it feels like in our, I don't know what it is, but there's something about the male culture mm. that makes it, I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it makes it very hard to try to overcome the, the cultural expectations that are placed on you. Mm. But at the same time, when you're somewhere that becomes much more open and much more progressive, mm. You start challenging that and there seems to be an internal struggle yes. with people who end up challenging the culture that they're from. And it, it sometimes becomes kind of a crisis mm. yes. where That's you're okay, doing okay. something that your culture doesn't believe in. Mm. So I'm going to I'm going to go into the example of that is more of religion. So mm. our culture is. Druze, so we're a minority religion in in Lebanon and some in Syria. The religious culture, the way that things happen and things work traditionally, is that if you're Druze, you get married to a Druze. And your kids are Druze. Mm -hmm. So the parents, are they're very into that sort of Mm -hmm. type of thinking. So if the kid goes off and finds someone who isn't Druze, and they fall in love with them, it's very, very hard for their parents to accept that fact. Now, I'm lucky because my parents didn't care. My mom was Christian. My dad is Drew, so that's fine. But among among friends, for example, especially the ones that leave Lebanon, Mm. they sometimes tend to find a non-Druze partner, and it makes it very hard for their parents to accept it. So there's that challenge. And then I don't know what would happen later if they're going to go back, but... Mm. It 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 forms it forms some kind of a crisis for sure. Yeah. I don't think we got we were equipped to deal with it. Yeah, because mm. you wouldn't expect that you're gonna. You know, I didn't expect to live in Dubai. I didn't expect Hatta for a while. I didn't even expect to even live on my own for a bit, mm. which is culturally will never happen in my life. Yeah, that's one of the other things as well. But uh, on your point, it's definitely there's a difference between how men and women are treated mm. with that aspect, and because in a sense they're more protective of who women marry versus who men. And that's, it comes back to religious. It's a probably a religious uh, view. Is it religious mm. or more conservative? 
But it's conservative because it's religious. I don't maybe. know. Here yeah. we mix culture and religion a lot. I mean, our in our country, we, we do. We you do know, certainly. It's it's hard to like you know draw the line. Religiously, okay. Religiously, as a woman, you can't marry a non-Muslim, but as a man, mm. you can. Uh, but other other religions other are religi- the same, right? Like Judaism, Christianity, to a certain extent. Yeah, so you're right. Like yeah. So the man, I think so. I yeah. think the man can marry outside of mm. the religion, yeah. and the kids will stay. Mm. So if the man is Christian, yeah. Mm. And the wife is not. Mm. The kids matter. can stay Christian. Whereas yeah. the opposite, I think, religiously, yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, no if for I us, could... it's the same. Yeah, but that's the reason yeah. why we can't marry non-Muslim, mm. because the kids will not be Muslim, supposedly, yeah. and uh, you have the woman has to obey the man. Yeah. yeah. So if he were to tell her that you can't practice mm. your religion, she has to listen to him. I see. Those are the two reasons that we were given when we were learning all of this. Mm. So that's the issue. But uh, you're right. So the woman has to obey the man. Yeah. Is that a religious thing or a cultural thing I or think both? Religious, religious that turned culturally wrong. I think we messed up with a lot of understanding mm. that. Okay, how how oh, explain that? Yeah. Because the idea was, I think the man was supposed to be the provider and the protector, mm. but that did not mean you needed to um, take away rights. From women, it's not absolute. Uh, it's it turned yeah. absolute. We turned it into the ma- I'm, uh, I'm going to say in Arabic. We have this. The main thing we have is رجال قوامون عن النساء, and that can be open to a lot of interpretation. The, but the way I think culturally it was taken, they're the sole owner of the woman, mm. legally, culturally. Yeah, yeah. Why is my little brother? Why doesn't in the Saudi context or GCC context, the little brother has so much power on me? Right. And for a long time, hmm. I needed a legal guardian. For a long time. You know what I mean? So the way we took that, instead of you are hmm. my provider, my protector, you became my owner. I see. Hmm. So I think... So it's a cultural misinterpretation. I think so. Yeah, I think what how the religion intended. Yeah. 100%. And I think it's just a matter of application because yeah. while you can have certain... There are certain rules. And I think this is where it comes down to. It comes down to rules and then how they're applied. Now, when they're applied like for like and this very same the way it was a thousand mm. years ago, two thousand years ago, I think that's what causes the problem because yeah. the world has changed. Yeah. The dynamics have changed. Yeah. It's a globalized world. As you were saying that people are mixing all the time. When you stayed in your tribe or village for your, your entire life, it made sense that you're marrying your cousin or your yeah. cousin's cousin. Yeah. But when you lived in Dubai, it's a globalized city. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, I reached a place uh, before I got married to Ahmed. Uh, I was like, I, I made peace with the idea that I would never get married because okay. I thought... I'm too Arab, I'm too Arab for non-Arab. Okay. And I'm too westernized for Arabs. Did okay. I say it right? Yeah. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're, you're caught in, yeah, in the yeah, middle okay. again. No and uh, because I would never change. I was the girl who lived alone for a bit. Mm. I travel, I make my own money. And that's, I'm the first in the gener- my generation of my family to do that as a mm. female, to have my own career. And uh, it was very important to you. Yes. Mm. I learned for the hard, longest time that being female is weak. In, in, yeah. Indirectly. Because I saw how my family and, and my mom and my aunts were completely owned by men. And mm. if they, it was a survival to be married. Now it's not survival to be yeah. married, right? It, it was like men provide, kill, yeah. women uh, procreate and raise. Yeah, but you Listen need that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then as it evolved, you can't make money. You will never be independent, mm. right? So I knew I needed to get the best education I could or whatever mm. access I had, which was limited. I was even thankful that I could go to Lebanon to, Lebanon to study where everyone mm. in my school went to the U.S. For, on scholarships, fully paid scholarships. Mm. And I could have gotten it, but my dad was like, no, you're not going anywhere. So fine. And to get, I, I, I graduated with distinction. I did everything well. I did mm. I double major, you know, all of the just to get ASA to get out 
as soon as possible mm. and to get a job that pays me okay as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, financial what, independence was so important. What gave you that drive? Even though culturally you were mentioning how it's like you felt <laughs> like it was weak to be a woman. Mm. What gave you the drive to try to break through that Because sort of that's thinking? what I saw. I saw my family, <laughs> my mom, the older women in my family who were mistreated by their husbands, uh, including my dad which I talk about it openly in my podcast, it wasn't a good marriage. My parents were divorced. I come from a family full of divorces because mm -hmm. the men had too much power and the women didn't. Yeah. And the women were all very ambitious and wanted to complete their education. Mm. Their, dads didn't, their dad didn't let them. So yeah. you can see the direct, oh, this is what happens. Mm. You don't, you're not independent, a man will, will, will control you. Yeah. And I did not want that. There was so much... The recipe was there for eh. you know, not to work. Yeah. And you see it. I was, it was firsthand. And back then, a lot of men... Uh, can, how do I say? It? A lot of men hurt the woman by controlling her kids. Right. Mm. There's a big. I'm sure you guys have heard in all of your societies. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was an outcome of that. My dad banned us from seeing our mom for so long. Yeah. Mm. You know, and you can see the pain. You can see the hurt. So you can see that control that the woman had nothing, and legally she had no power either. Yeah. So I was like, no, that cannot be my life. Mm. Yeah. So I uh, graduated, did everything, got a job, uh, but unfortunately I was a caregiver to my dad, so my mm. life kind of put, was put on hold for a few years until he passed away. But then I became too powerful as a woman. Okay. You know, I had my own job. Luckily, I was privileged enough to work in very good companies. I had my own ha home. I traveled. I, I, had to, I was mm. independent. Too powerful in the eyes of who? My, our culture and men, mm. you know. But so why do you, you think there's resistance? It? Why do you think there's resistance? Sorry. From who? Uh, like, for example, for your dad to, you know, oppose the children being raised by the mom's way uh, it's the way he controlled and impacted my mom but mm. also religiously had all the power and yeah. in saudi uh, we follow a specific school of thought and when there's a divorce the father gets the kids yeah uh, other schools of thought like in lebanon are different islamically mm. so ours was that the boys chooses by seven the girl doesn't have a choice that's interesting because mm. in the western world and in a mm. lot of countries it's the opposite the women have, has the rights mm. to the kids, but yeah, so it seems to be a very, very paternal culture and society mm. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, not only Saudi, it's a, uh, the a lot of the Arab the world. And the Arab yeah. world. The I Arab think world especially back then in the 90s to 2000s, yeah. this was very strong. Yeah. Uh, I think it was one of the hardest years to be a woman, I would mm. say, Arab, yeah. an Arab world. Yeah. I think it's also because they just didn't conceive of, you know, the idea that the woman should work. That's partially yeah, it. Is that they, they didn't think that, okay, maybe, you know, the woman can provide. Mm. And, and they opposed that. It wasn't, a, I think, a thought. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a thought. But also... So it just made sense that, okay, you know what? Who's going to provide the dad? Okay, dad, so just yeah. let's put them under the dad's, you know, bill. Yeah, yeah and know. my mom didn't work then. She one didn't. one thing, it's a bit of a tangent, mm. not quite, but when I was applying for my, my residency and for my wife's residency, there's an occupation, housewife. Mm. Yes. But there isn't house husband. Yeah. So that's that's culture. Good observation. Yeah. Yes. Pure culture. Yeah. So that'll tell you like what the difference is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it's demeaning, you know, right? It is. For, for some, uh, just to put that, um, that's your occupation. Like it's, you know, putting a label on it like that, uh, I think. It's, it's, sad. it's a bit sad yeah. to say it that way because it's as reductionist as you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, oh, you're just that. And a lot of people mm. look down on it. You're just that. You're not mm. a productive member of, of, of society. And it's, it goes back to what we were saying the other day. The provider bias. Yeah, and 
also we don't celebrate what women are good naturally good for mm. and we look down at it like being a housewife this is what yeah. everyone was it's my aunt it's my mom that's everyone yeah. and this is why men may, were capable to or married men were capable to have it to have it yeah, all yeah, yeah. who's Bec- building the family if exactly. it's not the, mo- the mother yeah. a man would never be asked uh, are you pl- if, if they're getting if they're doing a new sorry if they're going on an interview mm. they're never going to be asked oh are you married and are you planning to conceive Will be the woman will be asked and she might not get hired for it. Yeah. So I know someone who just interviewed. She was three, four months pregnant. She's not Arab, but in mm-hmm. Dubai. And uh, she was just asking about, oh, what's your HR policy for pregnancy? Mm. You just, you know, let me know. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, we have the 45 days. And uh, we're very strict with it. Mm. And that was for her a big question mark. And then they asked her, oh, why are you asking so much about it? Is it because you're trying to willing to conceive? Yeah, yeah, willing to conceive. Don't even think about having a child if you're starting a job with us. Yeah. These things we hear a lot of times, and I heard other people, they're like, yeah, I wouldn't employ someone who just got married. Yeah. And like uh, a few, like when another Even if she's pregnant, sorry. Yeah. Even if while she's pregnant, she might not get hired. Uh, Especially if she's pregnant. Especially, especially, you know. Yeah. Uh, man will never be asked that, but he will have it all. At the end of the day, yeah. he would have the C-level job with three kids mm. who are in amazing schools. Mm. But a woman has. But to. they barely see their dad. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's a strange one. I think that we're behind the Western world in terms of equality and gender roles, one hundred percent. But there definitely has been a bit of progression. Oh, like yeah, you 100%. could see that there's improvement in the way gender roles are treated what have you seen in the region i've seen more freedom Mm. for who for the woman okay to go wherever they want to to wear whatever they want to um i'm noticing more and more especially among the younger generation that they're hiring women as well as men in like managerial roles it's Mm. still nowhere near equal but it's getting a bit better which is a good sign Mm. because this kind of change i think is really hard to implement quickly yeah right you need to change people's fundamental ways of thinking and biases and biases you're not it's not an easy challenge to Mm -hmm. to overcome and i think there's a lot of work that still needs to be done but i think there are steps towards improvement however Due to Arab culture, I don't know how far it can get. Mm. Because even in the West today, there's still not perfect equality. No, yeah. Nowhere near perfect equality in, in terms of the gender roles. Uh, true. And I think it's hard, but it's also, I think, just to look at it from the different point of view a little bit, is that it take, does take time. Mm. Like while you see, even like in the public sector, mm. you have a lot of roles that are now, have been taken by... Mm. You know, women in, mm. in Saudi, in the UAE, yeah, yeah. for example. Which, these are great. Wait, these are yeah. great examples of what they're doing. But yeah, exactly. Cool. Like you need the young generation yeah. to bring that sort of yeah. enthusiasm and that energy. Yeah, you, it's not gonna. Pick, I think it's it's down to a little bit education as well. Is that you need people that are fresh and educated, mm. that have higher degrees, mm. you know, that or higher education. Sorry, that can assume these roles. But then, so it's a bit of you that. You need the parents uh, to allow them to do that. True. You know what I, mean? yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, you, you need to start seeing this, but. This is, these are privileged people as well. Mm. And sometimes there's a disconnect. And I've seen it in Saudi and other places. There's a disconnect between these people and the mass. They're like, mm. oh, we'll never be that. Mm. It'll never happen. Like, for example, so, you know, when Saudi announced the driving for women, mm. 2017, maybe. Uh, great, great news, everything. Mm. But I know families who are seemingly progressive and seeming and, and wealthy and, and everything. They're like, no, my, my wife slash sister slash whatever will never drive. Mm. Never happen. 
And mm. these are your progressive people. But maybe their grandkids yes. will. Yeah. Their granddaughters yes. yeah. will end up so driving. It started with something, but there's a lot of that you have to break. And I'm glad that the niche is growing. You know, it's not that only a few people who are, we don't relate to anymore mm. or resonate to are the educated. I'm glad we're seeing more mass or more push. And vis visibility is very important. Yeah. I think that's 100%. the only way to get through. Yeah, yeah. being transparent, uh, showing empowerment, allowing yeah. people to, to, to be more outspoken. I think mm. that's one of the, the main ones as well. Uh, just speaking more openly. Where, yeah. where, where did it... So how, how did it start, like, in terms of the piece where it's inequality? I think it's important to note down historically how we got to that point, right? Mm. Because right now there's a very strong movement towards women's empowerment mm. in, in the world, which I 100% agree with. I think yep. women are just as capable as men to perform you know, the jobs that require thinking, mm. obviously we can talk about the physical stuff and mm. it's, it's, it's a different conversation. Yeah, but society has changed but, and economy has changed. Yeah. The but we previously the way, the way it all started, uh, was that in the, in the historic times, medicine was, was very bad. And when a woman got pregnant and gave birth, she had to always be tending to the kids. And the husband had to be the one that would go out and would work and would get, mm. The, and that goes back to probably even days when we were hunter-gatherers, mm. right? The yeah. women would be the caretakers, mm. the men would go out and do the hunting. That's how it is. It's not like that in the animal kingdom. Mm. Like, for example, yeah, lions, the women, the, the females are the hunters, mm. right? Mm. So, But that's how it was with humanity. And it evolved to the point where there became... The, now, because there isn't that expectation anymore on the woman mm. to necessarily be the caretaker. Okay, the women get pregnant and give birth, mm. but a lot of the times they have ambition and they, they have desires to accomplish something mm. and they have a certain goal that they want to get to, mm. right? Because they're human and humans generally are ambitious. Not mm. all of them, <clears throat> but a lot of them are. That's, so th and that's, the ch that's what we're trying to break, I think, as a society as a whole. It's no, that kind no, of thinking no, no, that's been that's been ingrained in us for the longest time. Yeah, you were telling us about this, like this provider bias. You had an example on if as a woman, how can you get? How I, can you, I think from your expression, there's something you disagree with with what I said. Yes. So what is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what, if do I agree or not. Um, I don't agree. I mean, I do to an extent. But I think, yeah, the idea, oh, women, women can work and ambition, blah, blah, that exists. But mm. when you look around you, gender mm. norms are very strong. Very, very strong. Look at, I'll give you a very small example. When you see a couple with a child, mm. Arab, mm. yeah, who's taking care of the child? The woman. Yeah. Ask mm. how many fathers change diapers, especially diapers, mm. especially. Yeah, yeah. In the West, a lot. It's Over here, hella, the But women. that's also new. Yeah, that's yeah. also new. In the West. Yeah, probably. It's Hello. newer, yes. Eh, anyway, it, yeah. It's actually okay. new. Like, no, no, they in should. the grand scheme of things, it's, it's new. new. Thank it you. Is, yeah. Yeah. Look, they definitely need to share. But I think that, like, for example, not not to, you know, defend these dads that yeah. you want to be lazy, right? Or yeah. say it's your job, which is, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, they rejected. say that today, even. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the Arab males, yeah. that's that's kind of their thinking. Yeah, not not all of them. I'm not going to generalize. But a lot of them, that's how they think. I agree. Yes, they do. And it's just, for me, maybe that's one of the reasons I still didn't even consider having kids until that bias is removed. 
I don't mm. think I want to have kids. From your husband or from society? In general. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, don't, he, I mean, he seems like he will be helping, but mm. I know, you never know what happens in reality. And mm. I don't know how I'm going to be as a mother if I were yeah. to. But that's one of the things. I was like, I see this. I'm like, no. So why do else. you have a big problem with that bias? Uh, because it's a, it's a woman's job. I'm sorry, if we're both working, mm. no, it's our job. Mm. If I'm not working, I'll consider it. Wait, wait. Hmm. If we're both working. It's not my job only. Oh, no, it has to be a husband and wife yeah. affair. And also the word, and there's a lot of, it's going viral, the world, I'm helping. No, you're not doing me a favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is your home. Yeah. You, ha- you know, stop acting like I'm cleaning after you. Stop acting like you do nothing. Look, it bothers me so much. It's not only about taking care of the child. Like you see an Arab family where the mother is engaging with the kids Mm. or pacifying them. Not necessarily babies. They're they're like 11, you know, tweens. Mm. And the dad's on his phone. Checking his phone. That angers me. It angers me so much Mm. because this is not equality. Because What if, but here's here the question. What if the woman is happy doing that? I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not someone who... Woman, no. No one is happy to feel alone. You know why a lot of... There's a high divorce rate right now, especially led by women globally, and there's Mm. a big number about women who are 30 and above, they're more likely to have their own home and no children and no husband in the next 10 years. Mm. It's a global study. It's a global research. Okay. Because we don't need men to survive anymore. Khalas, right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So yep. what, what men are turning into is someone else I have to take care of without giving me back the emotional support and need. Mm. It's, if I have to tell you to pick up something and delegate, and I've mm. had it from my husband. We had this whole, had this whole issue about it. He's like, keep just telling me what to do. No. Why can't you see? You have eyes. Mm. Why can't you see the dishes are not I mean, done? I'm, I'm worried that she's going to start giving my wife ideas. I'm joking. Don't, don't let her no, listen no, to my- this. <laughs> She's westernized. She <laughs> don't worry about it. But, so much, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, we we what's the word? We bubble wrap them, our Arab men, so much. Of course. As a ch- as children. Yeah. And didn't allow them to help or lift a finger at home. Let's be honest. Yeah, there's a very mm-hmm. strong preference to the to the male child. Yes. And fairy, yeah. they're the golden yeah. child. Yeah. No matter what. And the woman, uh, what I was saying last time, is. How many times have you heard your sister, uh, the mom saying to the sister or whoever, mm-hmm. we, we, we made sure that they don't see anything negative yeah. at all. So how are they going to handle their wives and kids and whatnot? Yeah. You know, it, it's it's very infuriating to see that because, yes, we have main advances and women have ambition. I'm, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> Okay, don't look at me like that. He wants to kill <laughs> wow. me. I'm not making fun of you, but this is no, I'm really passionate about this. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really not making fun of you. But I said that with like i'm really like it's a baseline no no i'm saying i'm saying there's still a lot of progress to be made mm. yeah do what? you disagree with that that word no i keep not no but i, I think so your sorry. point i really didn't mean no, no, that. But, what, but what part <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out what part what? of what i said you disagree with because because it sounds so it glamorizes where we are and yeah women have ambition yeah so where's the area right. that really needs work? That's the point. The ambition Emotional. part. I mean, and yeah, we all the acknowledge these things. Part. No, no, we all acknowledge these things. Okay. We all acknowledge and a woman wants to do things. Okay. But then when things are real, oh, when you're getting pregnant, when you're getting married, yeah. if women achieve all of these things and they're not married and they're not pregnant, something's always wrong. But here's Especially the thing. In the Middle East. Women ask women that. It's not just men asking women I agree women with that. you. It's, a, but, it's, but it's, not, it's all of us. Yeah. It's all of us. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's a yeah. systemic issue. But, no, when I was mm. telling you, I don't, I don't think I gave up on getting married. I felt like a failure yeah. from my own but, self, you know, yeah, yeah. because you are taught as a woman. Okay, I think now I know what annoyed me because we, our ambition was, was what's the word, was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. founded on Six. being married 
and starting being a chosen and starting a family. Yeah, yeah. So even to change that programming for people my age and younger, it's really really hard. When I was a, when we were when we were in school, the only thing we talked about is getting married. But you were never programmed like that. You like you just went against the grain the whole time. Event, yeah, because mm. I couldn't handle it. I was I was yeah. Do you think that other women are like many other women are like you? No. So how would you change that? I struggle that? with a lot of women. I struggle with a lot of women. Some women find me too much or find me too whatever, you know, aggressive. Mm. But how how would you go about changing the way other women think? Because that's really important in order to progress. It's hard to change people who don't want to change. Right? Mm. I give it, up at It's the environment. Yeah. I think the environment. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to not justify, but trying to understand and yeah. empathize why it happens. It's because when society was very simple, you would just go like, okay, what's everyone doing? Yeah, okay, no one that, wants to stand out. It was very simple yeah. lifestyle. Okay, uh, you're, you're, you're born, you get married, you raise children, and then that's it. Yeah. When society evolved and changed and advanced in the past century, of, of course, like mm. things are going to change and there are clashes. Mm. Uh, I think we, we get that. But your point, I, I want to tie this a little bit mm. around the emotional intelligence angle, mm. is that part of it as well as men's inability maybe to communicate well, mm. um, understand and express their emotions, understand their their you know significant others mm. better right so maybe that's an angle as well that we should touch on is that there, there is lack of communication there's a misunderstanding of what you're feeling and what the other person's feeling they never yeah. needed to they right? never needed to right because especially it was just survival ours. yeah especially was, uh, yeah, yeah and especially and they suppressed fictitious survival fictitious suppression yeah. hey, they never needed to like uh, uh, my brothers don't mm. know how to communicate yeah. i have to there be the go. mediator there you go. and that's another emotional load and emotional mm labor mm. that you have to take on they because can't. they can't show weakness yeah they can't show weakness. they can't like i was talking through them i was like this is what he means this is what he means what are you gonna say and then he talks to me and then i have to talk to him <laughs> you're the mediator and i was like i can't do this i can't and i stepped mm. back because they need yeah. to learn mm. but it's very hard yeah to see it and um can did they ever admit not knowing something no really i don't think so no there's an interesting example we spoke about this yeah. before russell peters in one of his stand-ups said that he realized that one of the problems in the arab society <laughs> He said that men cannot say, no, I don't know. Yeah. It's amazing. If you ask them for their directions and they don't know what, like, you stop in the street in Lebanon mm. and you ask a man for directions, yeah. they give you wrong directions With rather confidence. than saying, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking exactly, about. Yeah. If they don't mm. know what you're saying, they're just going to say, yeah, just go down, take mm. a left. You go down, take a left. You're like, I don't know where the hell. Ha- where, have you guys where? ever been in that situation where yeah. you didn't no. say, I don't know? Where you, sorry. You no, I say. I say, I don't know a lot. Really? Yeah. I mean, before, yeah, I'll admit there are times, you know, when I was younger, for sure. What was, what was going through your head, it's if some, you remember? It's some bias. It's some in, inherent, you know, belief that uh, I should know. It's, it's kind of like it's better to be kind of right than be wrong, which so is it's a very bad thing. You know, you have to. And then we spoke about this a little bit. That No, even you mean it's better to be wrong than to not know. Uh, that's how that's how a lot of Arabs it's, think. It's better, it's better to be wrong than to not know. Than to not know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Better be, yeah. be wrong to not know. But yeah. what, was, what were the repercussions in your head mm. of not knowing? Like, have you seen other people get in trouble? No, I, I think it's just insecurity. It's just insecurity and thinking that, oh, I, I should know everything or I should know you know, this stuff. And then when you when you study like philosophy mm. and you see like, you know, the very, the most basic statement, Socrates, right? Mm. I know that I know nothing. Mm. So that and clashes. And the more that you know that you, you don't big, know. Yeah. I think the big piece is culturally we are, and this is a man mm. thing all over mm. the world, but may, uh, also Arabs, where we are raised to not show vulnerability. Yeah. Mm. And not knowing 
is a sign of vulnerability. If you mm. say you don't know something, you're exposing a weakness. Chink in your armor. Then what yeah. made you be able to say, I don't know? Is it something you saw? It's the way I was raised. Yeah. That's my question. Mm. Yeah. And I was raised by my mom mostly, and she mm. didn't raise me in the Arab male kind of way. Mm. So I'm a very, I'm generally more emotional than Arab males. I'm much easily more vulnerable. Like I can get vulnerable without a problem. Mm. I can say, I don't know to things. I don't have an attachment to my opinions. Like mm. I can let go if mm. I hear an opinion that I feel like, okay, that makes sense. So on Arab, <laughs> you know how we're very big on opinions. We're very big on our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, so, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to, uh, part of it as well is like, there are certain things that your opinion maybe doesn't really matter. You know, like if you Tell if you're more. talking about yourself yeah. too much, it's not about your opinion of yourself. It's about how people judge you. You know, for for example, like if someone says I'm humble, mm-hmm. that's meaningless. It's meaningless if I say that because that, it's, it's a contradiction. Number one and number two, you should judge me. Is that Arab? You, you think, or is that p- partially? Okay. I think so. so you, you know what I mean. But then is this because we because now as Arab we we base our value a lot on extrinsic factors. Yeah. yeah, external yeah. validators. Yeah, and a lot because that's mm. a survival. We are uh, what's the word? We We're are collective. Yeah. We're collective, right? So is that where it's coming from? A little bit, and and I think it depends, right? There are certain things that you sort of you need your own self talk, mm. and there are other things you need feedback from the world. Mm. You don't know how do you know if you're you know messing up if you don't get feedback. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. Now, again, if we talk about like pure biology, when mm. when you say that you can't show vulnerability, if you show vulnerability. There's a weakness. If you show weakness, it can be exploited. Dun, 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 dun. And, and that's how, you know, it trickles or you build it up in your mind that I'm going to get exposed or I'm going to lose or I'm going to get attacked. Yeah. Like uh, in, I hope this is an, a good historic example, but in the show Game of Thrones, mm. there's a scene, uh, I don't know if you've seen Love it. Game of Thrones. You, okay, perfect. Yeah. In season one, yeah. the, the horse, you know, leader, Cal Drogo, yeah. falls off his horse. Oh, yeah. When he falls off his horse, yeah. this tribesman are like, he's not fit to rule he's us done. anymore. He's done. So, yeah. So that, that's that's the mindset yeah. back then. Like, it, it doesn't matter if he sneezed, if a bee stung him. Mm. You, you can't justify it. You just go like, that's it. He's not strong enough. But we're not there. We're, not, we're exactly. not in those communities exactly. anymore. But we so need to how understand. Do we, how do we change that? How do you change it? Are you guys comfortable saying in front of your guy friends, I don't know, or in front of work? No, of, of work. course. Of course. I mean, you, you have to adopt failure. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. N- well, now yeah like okay. obviously we're hopefully we've matured and <laughs> you know we're older but failure is a, is a necessary process but i think that's we're a bit different i think a lot of arabs still struggle mm. arab mm. men mm. struggle saying i don't know do you see Our, your friends um my close friends have the same or similar mindset yeah. to me again it's our environment right you're like yeah. you're, you're yeah. the average of the you're five right. people you're yeah. hanging yeah. around with so in yeah. a sense yeah, yeah. So, but uh but with acquaintances yes least, i've seen okay. it mm. interesting no, or like uh rep yeah. family friends yes. that i'm not That's very easier. close to yeah mm-hmm. i've seen it and i i usually don't i i don't like engaging with with them just because we clash in the mm. way we view the world mm. and i feel like I know this is, it's, it's kind of almost self-fulfilling prophecy here, but I'm, <laughs> I feel like my view of the world is more progressive, mm-hmm. which means I find it hard relating to men who are very bound to their cultural traditions and their cultural values. Yeah. And I Maybe think, that's wrong of me. I don't know, but I, that's the way I see it. I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier, that we have a hard time identifying with people who are originally, or, you know, mm. as we said, we all had similar experience when we went to study in Lebanon, we could not assimilate very well yes. yeah. and maybe that's one of them and i'm and i i realize how much i am very uncomfortable around like people who are not mixed 
Mm. Very, very uncomfortable. Like at one point, خلص, خلص, there's nothing else to say. There's nothing mm. to add. Yeah. We're not. Yeah, it's just your your view of the world. Is what, what about people who are very traditionally? So you did mention this briefly, mm. but if you're mm. like, can you be friends with a woman who has a very traditional Arab culture? I have friends who are like that. Mm. And do you um, feel like it's easy to talk and communicate with them? Depends. It's very interesting. Depends but what I notice is they come to me to talk about things, so I become an outlet. Which is great. This is where mm. I see. I so can you make feel change. like they want to change? I think so, or at least mm. they want to hear, because not everyone is open to hear uh, mm. other opinions, including ourselves. Mm. Yeah. We're, just, we're just saying that. So I've had conservative friends or more religious friends, and they had to have they have to have a level of openness to understand my life as well, mm. my lifestyle, because I change. I, I'm not. I don't follow cultural. Yeah, not typical. Yeah. Yes. Not typical. Um, and, and it's a very interesting exchange for the people who are open to it. For other people, no, I was called names when I was younger. Yeah. Mm. You know, I knew you were this, whatever that mm. means, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, for my family, they're like, oh, if you do this, it's going to be bad on your reputation, for your reputation. I've heard these things. Yeah. Uh, and as a woman, women yeah. hear that a lot more than men do. Yeah. 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 But men, uh, especially in the GCC, are very comfortable leading double lives. You know, very, mm. very comfortable leading double lives. Women, it's a bit harder. Yeah. Like, that's why a lot of, uh, there's a lot of cheating. There's a lot of, and also we are, <coughs> Muslims are polygamous anyway. So it's yeah. kind of easier culturally. But women is very hard. But mm. a lot of men, and this is why I found sad. Me and Ahmed always talk about it. He was like, he wanted to marry someone he could travel with and have and do whatever they want to do. But a lot of men in Saudi don't. They have the boys trip. And they have the family trip. Those mm. are two different people, mm. two different personalities, two different activities. Okay. So me and Ahmed are actually kind of a rare couple to do that. And I've heard it from my other guy, my bro- my brother's friends who are Saudi, who married people that w- married women that their moms wanted, not the women that they wanted. Miserable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Miserable. So yeah, because they've led they've led a lifestyle that's completely against yeah. that. Yeah. And they can't. And there's so so much shame. To tell the wife, I want this. I want to do this, and it could mm. be as small as uh, smoking argili. Mm. Shisha. Yeah, shisha, which is yeah, yeah. for us is very normal, you know. But mm. for some people, no, it's shameful. You can't be seen doing these things. Mm. Wow. It's so interesting, and so they the only way to um, to live something fulfilling is by having two two different two different lifestyles. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, I lost. Tra- I think I went on a tangent. But uh, all good. <laughs> so, in conclusion, I think it's a very it's a very complex topic that yeah. we can't really do justice in mm-hmm. the uh, amount of time that we had, and yeah. maybe even even if we had like four or five hours, Lex Friedman style, we'd still oh, yeah. have a lot to talk about. Yeah, always. Maybe um, we should do that at some point. Yeah, just, just a yeah. open open conversation. But it was a really really good conversation. I think there are some interesting viewpoints. And asking you around like how women think in this part mm-hmm. of the world. And then you reciprocated. You asked us how the men think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very good way for us to, as a, as a society in the world to progress towards more equality. And mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like gender uh, norms and, and things like that. So once you understand how we think and we understand how you think, it'll be much more easier to empathize because... Yeah, as 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 we progress, these things are, are going to keep changing and they're going to stay fluid. Mm. And it's important that uh, the communication stays open. I feel part of the bias is, you know, I'm glad that you said what you said, because part of the bias is I think men, some men or maybe in our region don't want to know or don't care to know how other women think, how women think. Mm. Yeah. 
uh, that comes from the arrogance and that I'm yeah. always right or I don't admit anything wrong. So how what you're going to say doesn't matter. Mm. You know, yeah, exactly. So I'm glad we're having this. And um, I had the point, but I forgot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. Sammy, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, just your point on, on the empathy angle. Mm. The way I think about it is that, again, because, you know, men and women are, are to, to a certain extent different. While we try and empathize, I think we know deep down we're never going to like I can't put myself in your shoes. Mm. But it's about the attempt. Yeah, it's about yeah. trying. Yeah, you know I think and I think both sides. Yes, maybe women are a bit more receptive to this than than men are, as you were saying, yeah. from our society and that example. I don't know how it is other other mm-hmm. areas around the world, but in our society we're kind of like it's just you know wajaras or like yeah. know, it's a bit of a headache. Yeah, when, why bother? As you were saying, we need an open communication. Mm. We need better better understanding of the emotional mm. intelligence, right? About understanding your emotions and, and sharing with certain people. It doesn't mean go and, you know, be an open uh, book, but... <laughs> you uh, could. I mean, you could be. You could be. be. You could that's be. how, you know... But that's the topic know. maybe for but another that's, See, that's, that's the that's, man's bias. Yeah, that's it, it doesn't mean you go be an open book. It's not? like, this is a bad thing. Yeah, we see, can get, that's let's talk about that one thing. Good catch. Yeah. Let's talk about that one. As a woman, and maybe representing some women, I need to ask you to a favor, and whoever is listening to your podcast, we need people like you or men like you who make other men accountable. Yeah. You know? Um, How do you want us to try them? <laughs> do whatever you want, <laughs> but make them oh, no, trial by fire. <laughs> no, just like question, okay. question, make them question. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you guys have friends who are similar, but I think, you know, how, you know how people are. Sometimes they only listen from people they trust, and yeah. maybe women mm. are not the best source, and they're gonna be like, oh, it's just women are complaining again. But when it comes from a man who mm. they respect, look up to, mm. befriend, I think it'll be more more powerful, and we need more men like you guys to mm. speak that way. To them, you know, yeah. so that's my. I, I appreciate that. No, no, hundred percent. Thank you. I think it's also part just like uh, respect women's opinions. Thank take you. take them yes. on board, yes. right? It's not just just listen to the men because then it kind of it might narrow, folks, for you know, yeah. narrow the problem. Is that okay? If these guys are doing it, then it must be right. Yeah. But it, we could be wrong in certain view, so listen to the other side as well. Yeah. Agreed. Um, like work, obviously for us. Yeah, we're uh, going doing God's work. <laughs> you will. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll work. Don't worry. So, yeah, this was super inter- yeah. entertaining and interesting. Thank yeah. you so much, Razan, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Razan. Thank you, guys. It was a great one. Yeah.